welcome to another episode of The Theory of Conspiracy. I am Ro, along with Mike here, and today we are taking on a powerful figure. This is a modern sort of conspiracy theory that we've been talked about, and I've actually been warned against this one. Do you know about By that, No, No, I do not. What's, yeah. I know we're talking about, well, what are we talking about first? Well, I'll get to them, but you know, we've taken on the CIA, we've taken on the FBI, the Bidens, the Clintons, the aliens, the reptilians, the fairy folk. But this figure, they said, no, you can mess with the fairy folk and the Bidens, but don't talk about this person. You know who we're talking about? We're talking about Puff Daddy. Oh, I gotta tell you, we won't stop. But I mean, yeah, we, we're exactly. taking a page out of his book. We're, we're, we ain't stopping. Well, I guess the fear is he might not stop. Oh, you come yeah. after this small little podcast, he might be a little upset. He might, yeah, he might. We might. Uh, he may take away the puff daddy and go all Diddy on us. Oh shit! Well, yeah. Sean Diddy Combs is no one to be in trifling with. So, yeah. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. And yeah, I typically stay away from the, you know, the more TMZ related type stuff. But this one seemed like it seemed like it was all over my feed. It seemed like people were talking about it, and it it's it had some very interesting uh, developments that in hindsight make the other stuff that we've heard about diddy seem more interesting so today on the episode this episode of the theory of conspiracy we will be be discussing sean combs i'm excited let's let's get into it so tell me what's been going on in modern day news that brought it to the forefront today yeah so the the big thing is his ex-wife his ex-wife is an artist known as cassie she she sued him recently so there have been a um what's that called when um statue of limitations statue of limitations is the word that i've been looking to uh looking to say here uh, a statue of limitations was about to expire so cassie his ex-wife went and filed charges against him they've since settled out of court but there were some interesting accusations that she made uh some of which were let's see here were that she accused him of rape physical physical abuse and trafficking let's get into those accusations i mean the statute of limitations all that stuff that's it sounds like this is uh pointed and she she tried to get it in right before so tell me tell me more about these uh these claims yeah so there have been a few there have been a spat of these these uh civil suits being brought against famous famous men we'll just say uh but Diddy seems to be at the forefront here, but there's some against Steven Tyler of Aerosmith, uh, executive L.A. Reid. I've heard about one for Axl Rose of Guns N' Roses. I just recently heard one about Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, yep, yep. So the the one that's been very newsworthy has been the Mr. Combs here. His ex-wife, Miss Ventura, um, is... Basically said that he he engaged in a lot of bad activities while they were, they were together, um, that he kind of got her hooked on in this drug lifestyle, drugs and alcohol, that he was promiscuous, that he was making her hold guns for him, that he was a violent man. Um, there was some sexual stuff that he's he's physically raped her, that he's that he has such a loyalty with his bad boy uh, employees that he's been able to assault her in the in the office place there in front of them because he knows that they, no one would do anything to him. There have been accusations that he would hire male escorts and would film them having sex with his wife here. So some weird, weird stuff here. 
and uh, this was settled out of, out of court here. There was some money involved here. Yep. What about the what about the trafficking stuff? Is that what the male escorts? Is that what they're referring to, or what are they? I, I've been trying to look up what what that aspect is. I've just heard the that the trafficking accusations, but then it's like, well, what are what are we what are we trafficking here? Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I find anything else, but I have not been able to find any anything specific as to what that means. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, but that is an an interesting element to throw that in there. Like you're involved in in what child trafficking, sexual trafficking, so sex trafficking. Yeah, not not able to find anything specific about that as of as as far as the details that have been revealed there. Uh, that just more of the, I guess if it would have went to court, maybe they would have came out there. Another accusation was that he almost blew up Kid Cudi's car. That's a hard thing to say, mm-hmm. but I said it. Uh, you, you, that, you tongue twisted it, man. Yeah, that he's a friend of the the ex-wife Cassie, that he had some interest in in her, and after learning that, was going to blow up this vehicle there. Uh, there was some another incident involving Sidge Knight, the you know the scary guy from Death Row Records, that that they found out that he was at a club and that he was like, all right, we're going to get him," And that he ran out with every gun in the house and grabbed his crew. So basically painting him as a, as a violent type guy. Whereas I think a lot of people see Puff Daddy as the shiny suits. He's the, he's the fun boy, the businessman of hip hop. But this brings up some questions because Diddy has been tied to a lot of controversial uh, events in hip hop. But I think because of, the reputation he has for himself. Like he's been linked to theories on killing Tupac, killing Biggie. He like, he's always on those lists of like, who could have done it? Who would have benefited? And I think he's not taken very seriously because it's Diddy. I'll be missing you. You know, bad, 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 bad boys. Can't well, then, yeah. He, he sang with Sting. You know what I mean? It's just right. Yeah, exactly. Like he's, he's working hand in hand with the police. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but you know you don't you don't see these things but now it sort of changes the light on (laughs) on diddy and we wonder is there something more to diddy is diddy in fact a possible gatekeeper of hip-hop uh who engages in criminal activities and or sexual proclivities there to sort of hold down certain talent and hold uh bring certain talent in like has been sort of alluded to about these Illuminati ideas. And this is an idea that's talked about in hip hop quite a bit, but now it seems that Diddy is sort of emerging as that figure who might be that person. But so you mentioned the Tupac thing. Let's get into current events here. Uh, the Someone's been charged with Tupac's murder. Yep. So is that still a theory, even though that someone else other than Sean Diddy Combs, Puff Daddy has been charged that, that that someone else has been charged. Is he still a figurehead for for that conspiracy? Yeah, I would say even more so now. It's there's some interesting things with that. So that you're talking about Keefy D. So Keefy D has just been charged recently as of in the year 2023, which is like almost 30 years later. Someone's finally been charged on that. Now, um, Keefy D is the uncle of of Orlando. Um, Let's see, Tupac. I want to say Orlando Johnson, but Orlando Anderson. Uh, he's the guy famously that was at the the casino fight where 
Tupac and a bunch of people started stomping him out. So later on in that night, it was alleged that Orlando and his uncle and, and his small crew had seen Tupac kind of like, you know, outside of uh, driving down the strip, was sticking his head out the window and we're like, hey, that's him. They pulled up next to him, fired on him. And Keefe D has been linked as a suspect for a long time. And has, he's even come on interviews and said that, yeah, we did it. Uh, so it's kind of crazy that it happens now. But um, with Keefe D and uh, Diddy, and I can pull up the video. Maybe we can just uh, cut this in. There's a an interview that Keefe D was doing with on Vlad TV, which is a, a popular hip hop uh, hip hop talk show. And on there, he was saying that specifically about Diddy, and this was like right before he he got locked up. He was basically making some claims, saying that he was that he was doing really good before he met Diddy. That he was. Uh, he was pushing like 300 kilos a month that he was he was on the low and that nobody knew about him but he was making so much money and that then i then the quote said the quote says didn't know about me my shit was smooth dude shit was laid out smooth man then i met your motherfucking ass and all the heat and thunder thunder comes around with your motherfucking ass man talking about diddy so he said he was on top of the world and then he tells uh diddy who, who he also calls brother love he says hey brother love Show some love, brother love. Uh, I was on top of the world until I met your motherfucking ass. So I, so I need something. Throw a dog a bone or something. So basically he starts saying that Diddy, he doesn't say exactly what he did, but that Diddy, when he came to his life, messed it all up. Well, I mean, his profile alone would bring heat. You know what I mean? If someone, you know, they're always talking back in the 90s how, you know, the, the government was kind of looking at the, the hip-hop well, dudes. The, the hip-hop dudes and just, yeah. like, where their money came from. and Yeah. yeah. So, but here he is asking Diddy to send him money. And the stories that go back decades are that, was that uh, Diddy allegedly put out a hit on Tupac and that he, um, specifically to the Southside Crips because the death row camp was affiliated with Bloods. And that that's why, that's why Orlando and Keefe were involved in that, that they had taken on the, this hit. And this is something there, you watch all the various conspiracy theory videos of Tupac, like the documentaries that it seems every network ever has made a Tupac Biggie uh, documentary. Uh, I've seen a couple, right. Yeah, only a couple. These are part of those theories, you know, where the cops are like, oh man, we found some cops on the payroll that work for Bad Boy. They're dirty cops and there's some sort of like gang affiliation. But oh no, there's also something in New York and Diddy's also like a mafioso and he has people on the payroll and they're putting out contracts. And so it gets like, pretty deep and, and convoluted, but the, it ties back to that idea that KVD, the guy who's in custody now, is linked to Diddy and accepting a contract and, and that he's going on black TV saying, Diddy, show me some money, show me some love, man. I, I'm in trouble now. So brings that full circle. So I'm glad you set that up, Mike. Yes, this, this uh, Diddy is linked to that. Did Diddy do that? I don't know, but that's what they said Diddy did. Diddy did do that. That's, that's, I, I just, I don't, I'm not saying that he did. I'm just saying that was a, that was a, it sounds funny. It's almost like we're rapping right now. Oh, uh, yeah. You can say that. <laughs> you can say that. Not really. <laughs> did he did. That should be the next single coming out, guys. Yeah. And 50 Cent has been, uh, he's one of the clown on his Instagram. That's just kind of his thing now, but he's been clowning Diddy and all this stuff that they're saying that Diddy did. So, um, but yeah, that's, and then even going back to the start of that that bad boy death row rivalry when Tupac was in um, was still a New York rapper he was shot in a studio 
in New York where upstairs Diddy and uh, Biggie were were doing a studio session. He was he was uh, robbed in the basically in the the hallway going up to the elevator by by a crew there where Tupac was sort of um, you know standing his ground. He ended up getting shot several times, including like in the testicles and and uh, in the head. And that created a lot of anger for him. I don't think he believed that Biggie and Tupac, or I'm sorry, Biggie and Puff were behind it, but he believed that someone like Diddy, as powerful as he is, and Biggie's, you know, stating, you know, he's the king of New York and all that, should have known who was part of it and who may have set him up. So the fact that they didn't visit him, they stood their distance and weren't able to provide names, he felt like that they had something to do with it, or at the very least allowed it to happen. Or, if the, or at the very, very least, like they're they're not gonna snitch on who did it in in their town or whatever. Yeah, and he felt like after everything I've done for you, Biggie, I, you know, I've, I helped you out when you were kind of a no name. You slept on my couch, and that was in the, his famous diss song, "Hit Him Up." That he felt they owed him more than that than to just leave him for dead there. Can we take a Can we take a second and talk about our remembrance of like the. East Coast versus West Coast stuff because that was like a huge deal in pop culture for like a very long time. Yeah. Okay. I remember that where you may yeah. be from the suburbs, you may not be a gang, but you were affiliated now. You were either, either, or not in the East or West Coast, but which one do you rep in uh, <laughs> middle yeah. America? Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause you had to choose a side. It's you like, had well. to. You had to. Uh, and and it was funny because there were some people in the classroom that were huge Big E fans, and there's other people like yourself that was huge Tupac fans, and it was it was kind of uh, it was kind of funny, you know. It was in in retrospect, at least, people who seriously took it like <laughs> to the next level, where there would be like little scruffles and stuff. It was hysterical. But so, uh, what camp were you in when you wear your baggy jeans and and uh, big old jerseys? What camp were you in <laughs> with my with my uh, backwards pants and and Looney Tunes T-shirts that were gangster? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> gangster Looney Tunes. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was obviously the Mexican influence in our town. Was, uh, anything with fucking Looney Tunes, you guys go nuts over. I don't know what the fuck that's about. Man, it's a conspiracy in itself. I don't even know. Except for, uh, <laughs> like, the Tasmanian Devil and, and, and Bugs Bunny shirts and shit. That was fucking hysterical, all that shit going. Uh, you know, honestly, I was, uh, I was Tupac. I, I, like, I really liked Tupac uh, at the time. Uh, he had more... Uh, I wasn't into his music as is like you were or some other people, but I, like, I did like rap songs and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I wasn't, uh, allowed being, you know, the white bread, uh, little 12, 13 year old kid to play that shit in my house because my parents were like, this is garbage. You can't listen to this. Whatever. And, uh, eventually that subsided and they were just like, Oh yeah, this is good. Whatever. Just listen to whatever you want to. But you know, when, when you're growing up, there's, there's that control of your, your, with your parents and stuff like that. So I, I knew Tupac more so from his acting career because I was, I could watch whatever the fuck I wanted, but listening to some music, that was a whole different story in my household. You know what I mean? You couldn't, they didn't, I think they just didn't want to hear it. You know what I mean? They didn't yeah. want to hear it like on the boombox or whatever, but, um, but watching a, watching a show. So I was, I was team Tupac. What about you? I think you're Tupac if, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Tupac, yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's still one of my favorite artists. I, I'm, uh, I feel like, a, uh, like a just his life story, the connection with the black Panthers. And I think, uh, sort of the the con conflicted artist hat that he was is something I think I've related to that some people call him, oh, he's a hypocrite. How can he be about peace and love on one song and then anger? And I feel like, well, that's kind of... Isn't that the human existence? The human existence, yeah. You can be yeah. pissed off as hell one moment 
And then like, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry, guys. Did I get mad? I'm sorry. My best friend. Did I lose my temper? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, like that's exactly human. That's exactly me. So I don't. um, Right. Right. So I mean, like, just to put it in, I'm like, I had my, my little kitten died or whatever. And I was like cursing the gods like two days ago. And now I'm just like, what? I'm sorry. My my little kitten passed away. Oh, your little kitten. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It sucked, sucked, man. It was, it was bad, but, um, but like the day of, and the next day I was like, fuck this, fuck the universe, fuck everything. And then, you know, two or three days passed. I'm like, oh, that's sad. But, like, I got to calm down here and, you know, get to work and, and and have relationships with the people I love. I can't let this fucking, you know, emotion. But, you know, yeah, it's it's human existence. Like, one second you're this and then the other second you're different. And you're absolutely right. But yeah. yeah, and I think for myself as a rapper, I mean, he's one of my, or if not my favorite rapper. And I think sometimes like skills are like oh well biggie had more skills and i think like yeah like you can you can or eminem right you can he can rhyme orange a hundred times and he can say all these things and whereas tupac like maybe on a skill level maybe not be as good as some of the other rappers that come about but i think as a songwriter as uh the way he projected his emotions as um yeah the way he can invoke you know yeah yeah right the themes I, I yeah I relate to that and that's why that's something where I, I think even still like today to this day Tupac is still a rapper that's up there like he's still there's a whole new generation of people that discover him Biggie too you know I'm not gonna say Biggie's not a oh Biggie's a Biggie's rapper. up there for sure top five for sure you know yeah um, but I think what, there's I'm sorry go ahead yeah I just think there's people who 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 listen to the music differently there's a you know from listening to a Biggie and like oh man the rhymes are dope versus like Tupac where you're like man. I feel that, or that song helped me get through something that was going on in my life. I just think that's sort of the differences yeah. there between them. I, as I grown up too, I've, I've, I've uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, when it comes to, you know, the East coast, West coast thing that doesn't really uh, factor in anymore. Cause that was just MTV dribble that was pandered to us. You know, we, we they're pandering to uh, like, Oh yeah. Are you a gangster. Cause like gangster uh, it was it, like that gangster, um, fashion and all that stuff i mean that was coming on the forefront when we were when we were coming up you know what i mean like that's really mtv was really kind of pushing that to the youth and stuff like that and um i know for a fact like we we had the baggy jeans we had you know the jerseys we had the starter jackets we had you know all this you know the lumberjacks and all that stuff and it was uh it was a thing but as i get older too uh i do love tupac but i i do have an appreciation for for biggie as well and uh, if I'm being real on my playlists, like I have more Biggie songs than I do Tupac songs. And I have quite a few of both on there, but um, I would have to say that, you know, Biggie, uh, you know, and not to, you know, be an upstart. We don't want to start a, a West Coast, East Coast beef between us right now and break up the show or anything like that. But uh, yeah, I really, I really do enjoy Biggie a little bit more nowadays. But um, have you ever heard the conspiracy that um, Puff Daddy, you know, Sean uh, Diddy Combs, whatever, was... Um, was involved with uh biggie's assassination as well you ever let's hear that into- one yes yeah yeah let's, let's let's talk about that one for real quick what do you know about that one so you know. uh, under the, the, the basic working knowledge that i have of of that conspiracy and i don't know if there's any merit to it obviously uh but uh is that uh puff daddy was tired of being like the hype man for for biggie and he wanted to uh kind of uh ascend into the the spotlight a little bit more and for that to happen he had to assassinate uh biggie smalls or have be not personally but be a part of that and if you look at the aftermath of that like he did ascend like quite significantly he became this 
pretty much the the leader of of the hip hop community at that at that point. You know, well, I'll be uh, what's the one that he did with Sting? I'll be missing you or whatever. What's that song mm-hmm. called? Yeah, I'm um, yeah. So I mean that that one kind of uh, put put him up there big time, and then you know all, all of the other bad boy uh, people also got pushed up in the ranks as well after after uh, Biggie Smalls kind of because he was on a trajectory to just be you know it for for the east coast and once he got out of the way there was there was more people that were able to uh ascend so that was the working theory that I had is that for him to be in the spotlight he had to take out his friend is that what it is kind of or is there more to it Uh, there's a little more to it that I've heard Mm -hmm. uh there have been some claims by a former bodyguard of them uh Gene Dio that Biggie was basically set up kind of like a JFK situation. They were they were leaving the um, an awards show in California, and only Diddy and Biggie would leave in the same truck, but they were put on uh, different vehicles here. And that, uh, you know, bodyguard alleged that, that the proper detail wasn't put on Biggie the way it should have been, that they may have been set up there. And there have been some um, allegations that what was going on was Biggie – was uh, wanting his publishing rights back and was away, maybe like an album or so away from from uh, being done with Diddy. The you know he had just released that double album, which counts as two. So if you if you ink like a three to five album deal, right? He already he already was done nearly with uh, his contract to Diddy. So what Big or what Diddy did was that Diddy may have set up Biggie in order for him to retain the rights of the catalog that was with them because he didn't want that catalog to go away, which is something that they, they alleged with Sid Knight and Tupac as well. But that's, uh, that's the Biggie, uh, that's the Biggie thoughts. Or, you know, like you're saying, he had, he had I, I'll be missing you in the can. He's like, well, I can't release I'll be missing you unless I'm missing somebody. So, and it's, it's going to be a big song. Right, right. Well, um, yeah, I mean, either way, I mean, it was, it was, it was kind of weird to have two. Uh, I remember, you know, the uh, breaking news coming across MTV. You know, when, when that would happen, it was like every, you know, uh, ten minutes to the hour they would have a breaking news, and that was on rotation all the time on MTV. So it was, it was a weird time because there was like two major hip hop, uh, you know, pop stars that were pretty much just taken out, like within a relatively short. Uh, time in between you know so yeah it was like a year between each other of that yeah. it seemed like that that the 90s were a weird time of of like a celebrity worship and then uh, your favorite celebrity just died they killed themselves they od'd they got shot and yeah it seems like people live longer now in the music yeah. industry but uh yeah the 90s is crazy well you know they're 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 more subdued you know, they listen to the Illuminati and they, they, That's they, see, they, they, they see, they saw what happened if you don't. So, yeah. yeah. So, so back to Diddy. Uh, so D- Diddy, there's allegations that Keefe D, the guy who's locked up now was uh, alleging that uh, Diddy put a bounty on Tupac's head, offering a couple million dollars to investigate him. And in detective, like a uh, detective Craig Hayden, who's part of those many Tupac biggie uh, documentaries, was also pushing this idea from from decades ago, from the '90s, when he was first investigating this, that there may be, may be something to this. Um, now let's we can talk about some of the violent past with Diddy and just kind of see does it add up to something? Because I do think with a name like Diddy, you just don't really think of anything like that. You think Diddy? It's a cute yeah. guy. It's a it's a that's a cute name. Bring him home yeah. for dinner. Well, uh, puff, puff Puff Daddy. Yeah, Puffy. I mean, they're all just cute names. Diddy, yeah. Puffy, and then Sean Combs, even like, you know, you think Honeycombs. Like, that yeah. could have been your, your name. Yeah. Um, 
When I hear puffy, I think like marshmallow. When I hear combs, I think honey. Delicious. You know, ditty. Sweet. It's just, sweet. Yeah. So, um, so near the beginning of his career, he's been linked to some violent activities here. So in 1991, he was promoting a celebrity basketball game and concert in the, in a, at a city college in New York where nine people were killed and 29 people were injured. Basically the gym had a capacity of like under 3,000 people and nearly double that showed up because he was a really good promoter, not so good with logistics of organizing all that because it was he was young. Um, but basically there was a stampede and people got killed there and it was something that that you know was uh, you know some some blood on his hands there. Some people will look at that who are big into the Illuminati will say that was Diddy's first sacrifice. That was Diddy showing that he Diddy was down and Diddy would do the deed. And so other people say, well, no, he was just a young, dumb guy and stuff happens, but he, right. you know. Did he do was, it? <laughs> uh, so some other stuff that that's, he's been linked to. And again, now that we're looking at it, we're like, damn, did we miss all these signs that Diddy was kind of a dick? And I'm going to keep well, I, I always, I was always in the camp that Diddy was a dick. But I never, I never, I remember shitting on him back in the day. Yeah. I just, I just, I never really kind of got on board with the whole mace i like mace mace was cool i liked him yeah mace but, also uh, does not really like diddy uh, oh, well that's probably why i like him yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> so go ahead i'm sorry to interrupt your 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 mojo here yeah no you're good so in 1995 there was a a death that was linked to diddy's camp and this was kind of crazy because this one was to one of Sid knight's best friends here so Sid Knight is talked about like he's the devil of hip hop. He's the, he's a Satan. He's always in red. He's a big old ex football player dude. Holds vanilla ice, you know, outside of window balconies by his ankles, and he's just a scary guy that a lot of people do not want any beef. Vanilla with. Ice is no small man. I mean, he might look it, but he's he's pretty tall. He's he's pretty, yeah, pretty big dude. Yeah. And Sid Knight was like, I don't care. I'm a bigger dude. I'm a bigger dude. I'm gonna hold you by your ankles. Yeah. So who did Sid Knight dirty? Diddy did. So uh, there was what did a. He, what did he do? Well, they were outside, but there was a nightclub where their camps, the bad boy camp and the death row camp, got into it. Uh, they were. It was at a birthday celebration for for uh, famous producer Jermaine Dupree, and there was an argument that that began between the two entourages and. Just when it seemed from from the allegations, it seemed like the uh, death row camp was leaving the altercation. We're getting back to, to their vehicles when Puffy's guys came back and from around the corner with a gun and they fired onto um, the Jake Ro Robles uh, two or three times and that he basically got killed from that. He was one of Sid Knight's best friends and bodyguards and you know diddy i mean diddy didn't do it directly but diddy's people got one on such night and took down one of his best friends and yeah. how do you how do you how do you one up the devil unless you are the goddamn devil yeah so so is that is that was just, one of one of the dramatic <laughs> <laughs> make it a dramatic was that one of the altercations that started the whole east coast west coast thing this was already in progress. Uh, well, I guess you could say that, yeah, because 
because then Tupac got wrapped up wrapped up into that as well. So yeah, there was a West Side East Side divide. This was this was ninety five. So yeah, it was right around that time there. I think Pac was in jail at that time and yeah. had had his own uh, sort of issues there. So when Suge signed him, I think it was probably like we both hate this guy Diddy and the Bad Boy family here. And it seemed like they were very much united on that front when he got out of jail and became uh, a death row artist there. So this was right around that time there. So this was one of the things that led to that. So when we were arguing in middle school, yeah. I don't know if people brought that up, but that would have been like, no, bad right. boys are bad. It's death row. It's in their name, bad boys. It's a, it's a, well, you're even worse than us bad boys because you're on death row. Yeah, that's it's, right. It's even worse. Yeah. All right. Let's keep it going. Uh, remember the J-Lo thing? I do remember the J-Lo thing. J-Lo and Diddy. Yeah, so this was, so there was a time in the 90s when J-Lo and Diddy were an, an it couple and were dating, and there was a split there. So, um, la, 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 there was pretty much, they were at a club where there was there was some, there was some shots fired off. Let me get, give me a second here. Let me get my, there's so many club shootings involving Diddy that I'm kind of getting my club shootings confused here. Yeah, no worries. I, I just want to see if it has anything to do with the shine stuff or if that's something completely different. Oh yeah, that was shine. Okay. So, yeah, so there was a club shooting in New York in 1999. Uh, this had to do with uh, bad boy artist Shine. Uh, they were partying at a club when uh, allegedly Diddy knocked a drink out of uh, a man's hand named Matthew Scar Allens. They got into an argument. The, uh, Allen allegedly threw money in, in Combs' face and said, you know, basically, like, you think you got money? I got money, too. I don't need your money. And from there... All hell, uh, all hell rung loose there. There was shots fired in the club, and three people were shot there. Uh, this is where J Lo and Diddy, who were dating at the time, took off in a in a car, and uh, it's been alleged too that the that they as they were eluding police, that Diddy attempted to bribe the driver to claim that the guns were his own, and didn't. And this is also which led to you know, pretty much the breakup of uh, the J-Lo and J-Diddy, I, th I think, was that a name for it? Should be, J-Diddy. Because uh, <laughs> I guess she was she was dealing with her own movie career. Her music career was kind of taken off, and now she's she's wrapped up in Diddy's bullshit. So, right. uh, but from there, Shine, who was an artist there, and Shine was very much like of that gangster rap era, gangster rap, whereas Diddy's like, eh. We shine a suits and we party all night. Diddy was, Sean was like, you know, like, yeah, I'll bust into your house, I'll shoot your mama's mouth, and then uh, I'll throw, throw eggs at your house. And so it's very much like always rapping about that stuff. Um, but you think were, the, egg, the eggs in the house, that sounds like a little tame compared to the two things he did before. He broke in your house and shoot your mama's mouth. And now well, and it's throwing like, eggs at the house after, like after the funeral, he's throwing well, eggs it's, at the house. It's like a, it's a hot day. So the eggs are going to really <laughs> penetrate. So it's a very gangster right. thing to do. Very right. It's a, you, you put it on the hood of the car and let the paint peel off. I hear like you. It okay. smells so bad. Yeah, it smells like rotten eggs in here. Oh, my Can't God. Can't get it out. Can't get yeah. it out. Yeah. Um, That's more devious than anything. It is. It's very much being a bad boy. For life. 
Yeah, for life. <laughs> so, so Shine got arrested for it. He didn't get life, but he did serve some time there. But there were some who say that did did he do did did he have something to do with the shooting and got um, again allegations that that he had Shine take the fall with you know millions of dollars being alleged, all of that stuff. But I, I just again, can't get over did he do and did he did did he do did, did he, he do it did he did did he did. Yeah. That's wild. You know, he's he's so he sounds like a real piece of shit. Um, I think a lot of this stuff was lost on us in middle school. Um, yeah. you know, we're, we're just looking at the. Oh, there's more. Hold me down, no more. I gotta keep remember, on moving. Remember that Nas song? You can hate me now. Yeah, I love I that song. Stop now. Yeah. So, uh, Diddy, you know what Diddy did this time? What did Diddy do? So they had, so he did that collaboration with Nas. There was a music video. I mean, Diddy shot this music video, so I don't know why he got mad about it later. But there's a scene in it where they basically depict Diddy as Jesus Christ being crucified uh, on a cross in one of the Make, scenes. Makes sense. He seems very, you know, he, yeah, this was, Jesus Christ-like. Yeah, okay. Right, right. So I guess he did not want that in the final video uh, or did not want, want did not want that scene in the final video and wanted Diddy to didn't, edit it out. Diddy, Diddy did not want that scene. He did not want the Christ uh, footage to be in there. Uh, what did Diddy he, do? So Diddy got super pissed off. And after the manager of Nas, uh, Stephen Stout, uh, leaked it to MTV and they aired it, Diddy done got crazy. Uh, Diddy yeah. and his crew attacked attacked him in, in one of the New York offices with a champagne bottle. Jesus. Where they broke his arm and they broke his jaw. Um and uh, Diddy, Diddy was commented on it saying, I basically went to his office and what happened in his office, I really can't speak about, but I can say this, the way I handled myself in his office was completely wrong. And I've since apologized to Steve about that. And you, and I felt like, you know, I just disappointed myself. It sounded like Diddy did do it. Yeah. And all Diddy got for it was one day of anger management class. <laughs> so, oh, the money, the money must be nice to just get yeah. away with whatever the fuck you want. So was Diddy just kicking ass in the 90s? No, it seems like Diddy is kicking ass in the 2000s and modern rappers are feeling the Diddy fury as well. Okay, let me let me hear it. Because, I mean, you, you, he kind of stepped back into the shadows a little bit in the 2000s. But I know for a fact that he had that, like, TV show where he was like, oh, the, it was like, uh, it was like, yeah, an, yeah. like America's Got Gangster Talent, you know, whatever. And Yeah, um, it was uh, parodied by uh, uh, Dave Chappelle. Yes. Uh, yeah. Cambodian milk. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. And it's, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> that was so good, dude. That was yeah. a great episode. It was that Dilan, 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 whatever. Yeah, I spit hot fire. I spit hot fire. <laughs> yeah, that was. I remember watching that show because I was like, and it was just. Uh, I loved that show. I watched it all the time, dude. It was great. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was good. I I probably watched the first season or so, but it was. Uh, but he was what I was what the, the the point before we go off on you know uh you know the show and stuff like that was he he was still producing he was he was still a major player he maybe wasn't in the in the spotlight but he was producing these artists and uh you know up until the late 2000s and you know into the you know 2012 2013 he was still a uh someone to be reckoned with in the industry so tell me what asshole things did he did so what did he do now so in Oh, here we are. All right. So in 2013, there was an alleged scuffle with J. Cole uh, <clears throat> that Diddy was 
at an MTV VMA after party uh, that Diddy was visibly intoxicated, which if you start it's seeing par, his, f- par for the course, man, this guy's a drunk for real. Yeah. You're yeah. I think I want to start talking about some of that, like his appearances on uh, breakfast club and just stuff where he seems like he's drinking and drinking quite heavily. But uh, so I guess he was visibly drunk and he started uh, coming at Kendrick Lamar for, for a verse that he did on one of his songs where he bragged that he was the king of New York. Uh, it's alleged that, that Sean Combs poured a drink on Kendrick before J. Cole intervened and that they got into a fight, that J. Cole said some things to, to Sean and that, uh, that yeah, it was a little, little scuffle. Maybe, maybe uh, stuff wasn't thrown there. But then J. Cole let, uh, made, made, that, made some allusions to it with saying that, his, that he rapped on one song that his last scrap was with Puff Daddy. Who would have thought it? Yeah, and yeah. I don't know. I would have thought that would, that would have rhymed, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I probably would. You can go back to rap school, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another one is there's a ledge that he punched Drake, that uh, they got into a fight over a beat, and that— Well, heavens uh, no. That, I just uh, I like that image of Drake getting punched in the face. <laughs> I, it doesn't matter who is. It just, <laughs> no, it just in general. No, I I, yeah, I do like Drake. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just funny to me. It's it just sounds hysterical to me. These 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 guys sound like uh you know they're they're in middle school and they're like I you, you know I took my beat. You yeah, you took girl. my girl. Yeah, you looked at my girl. Uh, I'm the king of New York. Not yeah, you. Uh, you can't wear. A, I have a hornet's jacket. You can't have a hornet's jacket. Is this kind of. Uh, yeah, I'm the king of New York. Is this okay? But anyway. And more recently, so with these allegations that have come out with the ex-wife, um, you remember Kesha? You remember that song yeah. TikTok? You yeah. know, how does this lyric go? Complete the lyric. Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Yeah. Well, she's not saying that anymore because of what Diddy did. She's saying, wake up in the morning feeling just like me. Okay. Yeah. I guess it's okay. I don't know. I, I mean, that's a conspiracy in itself. Yeah. No, I mean, just you know, keep your uh, keep your tracks. What we learned to love. No, I'm just playing. Fuck, fuck, uh, fuck that line. <laughs> fuck you, <Yeah>. Diddy. <laughs> so, so all right. So, w- w- is there any more on uh, his wife and a divorce? Is I mean, is a lot of this stuff being put under you know wraps because of non disclosures and the. And, the arrangement that they made because so that it wouldn't get out is that is that kind of what it's looking like or what's what's the deal yeah well there's some there's some more interesting tidbits here um there's some allegations that diddy is in some underage uh sexual type relationships and there's some well there's the trafficking right there yeah and there's some about his ex-ex-wife Kim Porter who uh, died uh, years back from pneumonia which is starting to get some attention again on the social media round so um, so Kim Porter had died in uh, 2018 she passed away in her home and it was um, it, w- it was basically like a natural death it was looked at as pneumonia that she was just she had like some f- recent flu-like symptoms and just died there and it was kind of like cl- case closed but there were some mysterious messages being given around uh, from people close to her that were making allegations that, no, there was something more to that. Her ex-husband before Diddy was a, a, an R&B singer named Al B. Shore. He had uh, came out with a social media post 
where he basically made some allegations that she was murdered and, uh, and you know, that some stuff was going to come out there. He too started experiencing some strange symptoms and he was in a coma for two months there and he's not talking like he was before. But because of what's happening here, now there's there's people that are coming out because of what's happening with Cassie, the other ex-wife, and saying that, you know, like now Diddy's going to pay for what he did there. Some of those people... So, so are, is are, like the, the inference or the, the allegation is that like uh, Sean Combs has uh, biological weapons? He's, he's, uh, he's making people sick? Yeah, so there's there's an idea that she was about to release an, a tell-all book that she was working on because everyone's always working on a tell-all book before they die, but she was working on that and that she may have been poisoned and that because of because it wasn't really looked at like, uh, you know, uh, I don't think a heavy autopsy is done most of the time with just, you know, um, just when we die in general. So it just looked at like, oh, it must be pneumonia. She was sick there. But now people are saying, no, it was some sort of poison. Yeah, I don't know if Diddy is the this uh, biological Joker type genius here who's able to do things like that, but that's in my university. He seems like he might be. He, he might be. Yeah. yeah. And there I mean, was let's, a, let's let's think about it. Sh Sean Diddy Combs comas. I mean, I can make that leap. Right <laughs> well, this is sort of unrelated, but there was um, we were mentioning Sid Knight. He was on the Jimmy, not Fallon, the other guy, Kimmel. Kimmel, yeah, he was on the Jimmy Kimmel show, and, and you should look this up. Um, he he made, not only is Sid Knight a, kind of a creepy fucker, but he said some creepy stuff there. He said that, he he made some mentions about, oh, you don't want to get easy eat and they're like, what the hell does that mean, easy eat Oh, so what they're doing, there's this new thing that they're doing, where if you're going in for acupuncture, they go ahead and they taint the needles, they, they you know, they switch the needles out with someone who's been injected, who... Um, you know, they basically taint the needles with someone who, who has an AIDS. H HIV or whatever. Yeah. yeah, so when they give you this normal acupuncture, all of a sudden you have AIDS. And it was kind of like an uncomfortable silence on the Jimmy Kimmel show where everyone, the audience looking around like, is he fucking talking about killing Eazy-E? Because that's how Eazy-E died from AIDS. But did he, did he like taint his acupuncture needles? Like that's some sick shit to... Right. But... I don't know. So if so if these hip hop guys are using biological weapons like that, like tainting freaking needles to have your enemies uh, dead by acupuncture, then I don't know. I don't know what Diddy, what what would Diddy do at this point, decades later, knowing that kind of stuff. What would Diddy do? <laughs> yeah, uh, but there have been people like Kamora Lee Simmons, who is uh, the ex-wife of Russell Simmons, and is famously um, basically just talking about the that Russell is kind of a dick and even his daughter has been coming out about these guys. So another gatekeeper of hip hop, who's uh, kind of a psychopathic uh, abusive person, but she's also making some accusations that the, that uh, as you so, so shall you reap in reference to what happened to, to Kimberly Porter here, the, the ex, the dead ex-wife of Diddy and, so there have been talks on social media that, yeah, we, we need to open that case back up and find out what's happening here. Uh, and I don't know. So is, is that, are these just a bunch of accusations going on? And uh, one other thing I want to mention here is uh, there's a funny social media video doing the rounds. It's, it's Kevin Hart in a hotel room with Diddy. And then I don't know where Usher comes and then Usher, uh, 
uh, Usher basically mentions that he just arrived from from a concert there. And Diddy is like clearly drunk in this. Yeah, and, I mean, all, all of his like current videos, he's hammered pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Kevin Hart seems to be just taking the piss out of him laughing, but but Diddy basically says something to the effect of, you know, I've known, I've loved this guy since he was 10 years old. I remember me and him used to wrestle over the frosted flakes. And, you know, we'd be wrestling just, you know, over the breakfast cereal. And then Kevin Hart's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, oh, my bad. I remember we used to wake up together all the time. He's like, oh, never mind. I, I can't talk about that. And he's like, what you, what the fuck did he, what are you like, like, what the fuck did Puff just say is, is like the last line of the video. But it's these, but it basically connects to uh, connects to this other video where uh, there, there's a song that they did together called uh, "I Need a Girl." It's an Usher song with Diddy, and Diddy famously raps it's to a girl, but he says, um, "You were more than my girl. We were like brothers, and we used to play fight under covers." And it was like, "Wait, what? Why would you tell a girl that they're so close? We're like brothers, and why would you?" be wrestling under the blankets with your brother and so just like is he talking about usher is this is there some like <laughs> legit stuff going on with him and usher when usher was like 10 and he was 19 um so all that to just say the this idea in hip-hop and in music in general but really in hip-hop I, I for some reason i get a lot of these videos where i don't even know the rappers but they're they basically talk about this they talk about the illuminati a lot they talk about going to parties where and it sounds like very much like an Epstein thing or, or what's thought about with uh, Jeffrey Epstein, that Epstein wasn't the financial guru that he's been alleged to be, that he may have been working for a, an intelligence agency like a, like a CIA or a Mossad uh, for Israel. And that part of what he would do is he'd invite these celebrities to his, you know, his trips to the island and he would get these celebrities politicians in these compromising situations maybe with minors where he's now saying hey look we have the video we have the footage I, this is you work for me now and this is what we need you to do uh it's been alleged that there's a similar aspect going on in the world of hip-hop where you're invited to a party maybe you're you're been signed to a new deal and they they give you the drugs they give you the women but maybe they invite you to a secret room where maybe there's young people there or or men and they want to see how far you'll go in order to be in this sort of upper echelon. And if you accept, then okay, great. But um, they they use that to a certain now, now we got program. you. Yeah. So it's been that's been talked about in a lot of these interviews and without any specifics to it, that there's basically, you know, sex, drugs, and that there's gatekeepers in hip, in hip hop. And there's been allegations to, there was one artist who said, stay away from the, can't stop won't stop mans mansion or no uh stay away from the take that take that mansion specifically saying you know this is some the, the only advice i give to new artists is stay away from the take that take that mansion so it's this idea that diddy is diddy a gatekeeper for hip-hop is he uh almost like an epstein is he is he about to get Harvey Weinstein too now where all, where these allegations all kind of come to a head and they turn their back on him because he didn't pay his, uh, maybe he forgot to pay his Illuminati, uh, dues or whatever. Dues. Yeah. And they're like, dude, we can't protect you anymore. You know, the rule of Illuminati school, you yeah, don't right, pay your right. dues. You're out, Diddy. And so Diddy didn't pay his dues is what we're saying. And he didn't do his dues. But, uh, what, what do you think of those allegations of, of gatekeepers in, in entertainment and in the music industry? Is that something that could exist? Is that why we always hear about these Illuminati type figures? And if so, is Diddy, is Diddy that guy? 
uh basically did did he do it uh <laughs> but sorry we just i'm gonna i'm gonna hit that over the head in the, the rest of the episode uh but uh yeah no i i think that uh i think there are gatekeepers um uh as far as uh you know i i just get illuminati is like kind of like a uh a word for me that just like i'm just like okay it's like a catch-all you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. i don't I, are there organizations sure or is it is it all intertwined or intermixed Probably not. Is there blackmail going on at high levels uh, when money's moving around and there's there's commerce happening and there's you know contracts signed and stuff like that? I, I I have no doubt in my mind that probably that that does happen on occasion. You know what I mean? So uh, it's not a stretch for me to to uh, see if if you know or to to uh, think not to see but to think that that this does happen from time to time. Now, uh, all that being said, like yeah, you, the jury's out on whether. Did, did he do it or not? But uh, yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of stuff that circles him. There's a lot of, there's some storm clouds that are around him with the, with the shootings. Um, you know, there's, I, there's when you, what's that one show? It's a hip hop show. It's like they're eating breakfast and they're drinking or it's, it's, it's kind of like a. The breakfast club. The bre- Yeah. Is that, is that a show or whatever? It's, where, a, it's a radio show. I don't know if they're actually eating maybe, breakfast though. Maybe. I don't know. But there, there I, I saw it on YouTube. It was like, basically everyone's, uh, drinking at the at the party and there's a bunch of rappers and there's like i think jada kiss is there and there's a oh bunch of uh drink champs is what i'm thinking oh uh, yeah drink champs that's with noriega yes yes that's okay. the one so okay drink champs. where he's just he's just fucking sloppy like and you know he's talking about how uh he's like i love you brother blah blah blah, blah. and he's like getting like really sloppy and and like all the other rappers are just like this guy's a fucking creep you can tell on their faces like this guy's a fucking creep like and it's it's just kind of reminded me of that like you brought up epstein like there's, you know, there's, uh, it, like, if you're not in that circle, like, that's like, some creepy ass shit, right? So, it just the looks that he was getting was like, oh god, like, I can't wait for, I can't say anything and put him on blast on the show because he is a mover and shaker, but also, like, I can't wait to be fucking done with this show, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, yeah, no, I, I, I think that there's some, there might be some merit to that. Like, I think anytime that, um there's money involved like there 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 could be blackmail involved as well so uh, it's not a far stretch for me is is to the short answer yeah there are so just to take it back to the sex parties it goes i guess even deeper to where these are uh, reality uh a a former personal chef of he diddy uh sued him over claims that she was forced to work during these sex parties so uh there were some court documents that a Cinda, Cindy Ruda claims that she was subjected to sexual harassment and denied overtime pay, which is probably like the, like, come on, if, you, if they have to stay late for the sex party, clean up, you know, jizz and stuff, like, pay the late her overtime pay. But that she was asked to prepare, serve entrees and appetizers to him and his guests while they were engaged in sexual activity, which is kind of nice. I mean, you do work up an appetite, so I would, I would, right. know, it's like, all well, right. I, I have no doubt that there's sex parties, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I just, uh, that that's, absolute power absolutely right. corrupt. You know? like what what else do you do after the mtv awards are everyone's looking all good and stuff like uh right back, back to diddy's for the sex party yeah. and he serves his little wieners in a in a, in a <laughs> pigs in a blanket after like oh perfect that's, that's yeah right yeah that's that's delicious yeah. <laughs> yeah who doesn't who doesn't uh, like a, a a a a bagel bite you know so yeah yep uh, but yeah, she had alleged that he made some comments to her inappropriately after being served a, a post-coital meal where he asked, you know, if she was attracted to or liked his naked body. 
and that it was just a, a hostile work environment. It sounds like a hostile work environment. <laughs> so yeah, my 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 thing with that is like, oh, th- it was the overtime that did it. <laughs> it wasn't all the other stuff. It was just, oh, he didn't pay me my overtime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where they're like, that's where you went wrong, Diddy. I mean, maybe, yeah. Well, I mean, there's some some bad reactions, you know, stuff you shouldn't have said, but um, yeah, Diddy, Diddy. Diddy, Diddy, Puffy, Daddy, Puffy, Sean Combs. Is there any other names that we're missing? I feel like there was a time he kept changing them. I don't know. I do. There's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That sounds, I think there was variations like Puff Diddy, Diddy Puff, <laughs> Diddy Puff Usher, <laughs> Diddy, Diddy P, <laughs> Diddy Puff Usher. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so these are the so, so why so so you mentioned at the beginning that you know someone didn't want you to do this episode. Who, who are we talking about? Are we talking about some cloak and dagger shit or who? <laughs> well, um, well, you know, my girl uh, Adriana, she was the one who was she keeps sending me like anything I learn on Instagram. It's probably because she sent it to me. She's just like she'll be on her Instagram rant and she keeps sending me stuff that's funny and weird and scary and then Diddy related and this and that. So I've been seeing a lot of this and was like, you know what? I'm just going to talk about Diddy. And it's like, you shouldn't talk about Diddy. Why? Because the internet says everyone's afraid to talk about Diddy. It's like, well, obviously people are talking about Diddy if you're getting videos and someone's sending it to you. No, but people didn't have one really, really wants to take this on because everyone's afraid that Diddy's going to do some stuff that, you know, he's, yeah, right. you know, the car stuff with Kid Cudi and, you know, they just the, I mean, the, the nightclub shootings and there's all the random stuff there, the pneumonia, the ex-wives, the, all of that. And it's like, well, I mean, have you heard our show? We, we kind of talk about maybe things we shouldn't talk about. And we go after people we maybe shouldn't go after. We try to put a little smile on it and some, some jokes around it. But, right, I think right. we're, but we step into some heavy doo-doo every show. So I think we can... I think yeah, we'd be fine I, I'm, not, I'm not too worried about And, you know, honestly and truly, like, if you believe this stuff, you believe this stuff. If you don't, you don't. So I don't really doesn't really yeah. bother me. I'm not, uh, you know. But it goes back to the whole thing, like Puff Daddy? Like, right. why Puffy? Right. He's like, a funny uh, name. yeah, it's it's kind of, you know, he was he was kind of uh, the poster child for a long time of like that kind sort of. Like pop night. hip-hop. Yeah, pop hip-hop. Exactly, exactly. So, no, that's that's wild, dude. I mean, it's it's absolutely wild. Um what are your what are your takes on it? Do you think that this stuff is uh is happening? Did, like the you know you had mentioned you asked me, you know the Epstein you know is he a gatekeeper for hip hop? Is he you know you blackmailing yeah. you know up and coming artists and letting them into the fold, if you will? Yeah. Um. So you mentioned absolute power corrupts absolutely, and if you didn't mention that, I think I would have mentioned that quote on here, where yeah, I think of if yeah, if you're around sort of beautiful people and celebrities and parties and drugs and drinking that yeah you're gonna get a little get a little wild i mean i i know i do and i'm i have i don't have a bank account as big as diddy's but you know i'll get get some whiskey in me and i think i'm diddy um but as far as the gatekeeper goes man that's it's it's an interesting idea that's been around for so long, and and I think that's that's, that's from, what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, it's probably one of the most fascinating things about just conspiracy theories that these you know we hear these ideas for decades and decades, and it's like I don't know, like where does it come from? Why is it just in the ether? And then something comes along later that you're like, 
that's kind of creepy. That kind of makes this look true in hindsight there. And they, and it's still like very vague evidence, but it's more like, you know, in situations right. that you're like, I don't know. I think if, uh, if the aliens are doing this this year, then maybe that was happening back then or, or stuff with Tupac and um, the, you know, Keefe D stuff. Um, when it comes to music, it seems, it does seem that at some point in time, music could have been used for a way to educate people. Like I think of like the sixties or seventies or even like the higher consciousness rap or, or even like Tupac stuff, just like, just this education of like, Hey, if we unite, you know, we can, we can make changes and, you know, know your history stuff. And if you look at pop music or, or rap, it seems very much the samey. It's not really meant to unite. It's just kind of like, let's do drugs and be stupid. Look at my shit. Look at my shit. Look yeah. At my shit. Yeah. So, and which I love those songs, dude. I'm not trying to hate on it. I just, I love that shit. You know, I'm just like, yeah, man, look at your shit. I want some shit. <laughs> yeah. So do we blame that on the gatekeepers that are trying to, sure. you know, keep those talented artists who are talking about other, other, you know, higher side evolution things down or is it us? Is it just that we don't really want to party to that? You know, we are like, ah, get that, get that social conscious crap out of here. And I, I think, I think it might be the latter there. I think it may just be us who are like, no, like I don't want social, social conscious. I don't want to learn about peace and love. I just want, I want songs about shit and stupid repetitive stuff. And so I don't know as, so yeah, do we, do we need, uh, do, do we need this blackmailing in the entertainment industry to say, Hey, you're going to only talk about stupid stuff and do not dare to, you know, deviate from that. Or are we the American consumer or world consumer already on that path anyway, where it's like, eh, go ahead and do yeah. it. No one's going to buy it anyway. So, right. And, um, I kind of think that, you know, I th think it's that now with the ex-wives and stuff, is it a money ploy or is it that there's some heinous stuff going there? I, I, Maybe maybe it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I think I think there may be something to that. And as far as the ex ex wife who did who died, um, I mean, I I think it's worth always looking. Like I, I think from us, we always try to play all the angles and insinuate to maybe good effect or bad. But um, um, I don't know. I mean, I I think it's also you don't want to play crime. Uh, what, what's that like backseat crime solver there because it seems that sometimes you just muddy the waters with your ideas and stuff and yeah um yeah I, i'll just say he's probably a dick he's probably a drunken douchebag as far as the gatekeeper of hip-hop and um using gays sex and drugs to keep people down i, I don't i don't know if he has to do that i think we we do right. a good enough job holding ourselves down without the gatekeepers Right, right, exactly. I think, I think, uh, I think you got you're you're onto something there as well. It's just, uh, yeah, of course, you know, if <clears throat> if you have a meeting with someone that's in, in power, you're gonna want to impress them and stuff like that. But obviously, honestly, if you're if you're good at what you do, um, it's gonna it's gonna reflect. You know what I mean? It's gonna you know cream rises to the top. So I don't I don't think, especially now with the internet age, um, you're having more and more people just self-publishing and stuff like that. And yeah, obviously, you know, you want the marketing uh, tools behind like a huge corporation if if you're gonna do art and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that there is something to like if you, I don't want to, you know, I I, I I guess I stopped short of calling it Illuminati. It's like, hey man, if you're gonna put out on our label and you're gonna do 
wraps we want to get to the very most uh you know we want to get to every single consumer that we can and so i don't necessarily think it's like this whole conspiracy i just think it's it's like hey man like if you want to play by our you know our rules you know you gotta if you want to play in our camp you gotta play by our rules you know what i mean and uh yeah do people do fuck i think it's kind of people do fucked up shit on their own they don't need to have a record label you know baiting them to to do fucked up shit you know and and, and blackmail and now does that shit happen sure are there like cleanup you know people that you know work in hollywood absolutely because they can't you know that work alongside publicists and stuff like that i'm sure that happens you know what i mean look at ray donovan if that if you look at that show on showtime or whatever have you ever seen that shit like it's it shines light on that as well but it's you know it's it's all out there man it's just you know is he i guess i agree with you if is he does he sound like an asshole i always thought that puffy was an asshole so it's no surprise to me to hear stuff like this you know and uh it's just uh i think we i think we as, as a society we're like well if if it must be something larger than it actually is. It's like, no, yeah. like people are assholes. Like these are Illuminati sacrifices that he does every right. few years. Right. He'll randomly shoot up a nightclub, and it's like, I don't know. Maybe he's just maybe an he's, asshole. Maybe it's the alcohol and yeah. the, maybe he's drunk all the time, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's alcohol and people talking shit. Right. Uh, yeah. But, so uh, this is a fun episode. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we're. I don't think I'm. We're gonna suffer the wrath of P Diddy. I, I don't think we're big enough for that. But, uh, you know. Well, I, I think at the end of it, we're saying, "Hey, Diddy, you, you probably have a drinking problem, but you're probably not in league with the devil." So I think that's a win. I think. We're, and if and, and if you are Diddy, you know, it, that's that's your business. It's maybe not, we're, maybe we maybe we missed the mark on that one, and we should be taken <laughs> out. It's like no, he's clearly in league with the devil. And these are all clearly Illuminati sacrifices, and you guys are stupid for yeah. not seeing these connections here. Yeah, either way, he's got a drinking problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, hey, if you guys uh, enjoyed this episode, uh, you know, just uh, make sure that to uh, follow, uh, do that as well. Share with all of your friends and family that are weird, just like you. Um, if you're listening to this and you listen all the way to the end, you're kind of a weirdo like us. Uh, so share with your fellow weirdos and uh, follow us over at Instagram at The Theory of Conspiracy. We always have memes and clips from the show if uh you're having a busy day and you can't listen to the podcast, you can at least get a 30, 40 second clip over there and, uh, you know, put it in the memory bank. So, Oh, I got to go back to this episode. This one seemed funny or this one seemed interesting. So please uh, go over and follow, um, as always have a healthy distrust in general. Um, and you know, you know, trust as well. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to be as negative, but I think question is, is really the thing. Have a healthy distrust, trust, but question always, uh, Rolando, anything else? Yeah, just like what Mike said, if you haven't followed us and su subscribed yet, then nah, eh, eh, take that, take that. I need you to follow and like everything and uh, <laughs> and tune in uh, to the next uh, celebrity conspiracy theory rises or something else happens this year. But uh, yeah, as always, stay weird and tune in next time. <laughs>